It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'll tell you the position group that has the potential to be the most important on the field for the Ole Miss offense and why that group needs to show out. It's the difference between 10 wins and 8 wins. This is the Locked On Ole Miss Podcast. You are locked on Ole Miss. Your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks again for making Locked On Ole Miss Podcast your first listen every day. We're free and, in fact, available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Subscribe there. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, Ole Miss, every single day. Hello, I'm Stephen Willis, and this is the Locked On Ole Miss Podcast, and we are going to talk about the most important offensive group, and it's not the group that we spend the most time talking about. Everybody is going to assume running back. Everybody is going to assume quarterback. There's even going to be people talking about offensive line. Both the wide receiver position will determine how explosive this offense can be moving forward. Now, there's been some questions that developed during camp, and there's been some answers that are being developed in camp. But the fact of the matter is there's a decent number of players vying for three spots and a tight end because we'll include the tight end in this for the sake of conversation. Now, one thing is key and is a question is Zachary Franklin. Zachary Franklin transferred from UTSA. He was not necessarily a late arrival into Ole Miss, but he had surgery. He's not been practicing at the moment. Um, but they are expecting him sometime around the beginning of the season. I don't even think it'll be something that goes into the Alabama game. So if we need Zachary Franklin to beat Mercer or Tulane, this isn't going to be a special season to begin with. So getting him back early in the year, that is a positive development for the Ole Miss wide receiver room and for what this offense could in fact be. You can see Franklin had 93 catches for – 1,200 yards, 1,100 yards, 15 touchdowns last season. He has rewritten the UTSA record book. And he should not be overlooked in any way about what he can do. But the fact that he has gotten injured and other players have been able to get reps has allowed for the emergence of Aiden Williams. And Aiden Williams continually makes play after play after play as a true freshman, which I can foresee a scenario where against Mercer, Aiden Williams is lining up with the starting unit out at wide receiver. I can see that easily happening. And whenever you brought in a pair receiver, because Trey Harris, he is the alpha of that room. Whenever I'm talking about Zakari and Aiden right now, do not mistake that I'm overlooking Trey Harris. Trey Harris is the dude of that room and has locked down his side like crazy. But Aiden Williams, if he can take down the other side to where the outside wide receivers, the starters are taken, and you get Zachary Franklin in, okay? Not counting Jordan Watkins. I'm not counting J.J. Henry. Um, I'm not counting um, Dayton Wade, all really good players that are going to be vying for positions in the wide receiver room. But if you have the ability and the positional versatility that I talked about going into fall camp, 
This is an example of how that could come into fruition. If your outside receivers are locked down, you have Aiden Williams and you have Trey Harris, and they are going to do it. There's not much substituting that happens in Ole Miss's offense. It's not a design thing where they just plan on not substituting. They just go so quickly, they can't shuffle players in and out. So what normally in most teams might be an eight-man rotation or a seven-man rotation probably more um, closely resembles a four or a five with the Ole Miss offense. That, that's just the way it works time-wise. So if you're not substituting very much and you want the offense to take advantage of what's on the field, what you have a um, the opportunity with an Aiden Williams and with a Trey Harris out wide is that slot position becomes a weapon because you obviously have Caden Priestcorn at tight end slash H-back running and doing the stuff that he does. Let's just pencil him in as a starter for the moment. So you still have that position that is a slot receiver. We think of it as the slot receivers, where Elijah Moore uh, made his bones in 2020. Now, if you look at that, you realize that Jordan Watkins right now is a little bit injured. I think um, he might have a little bit of a hamstring or a groin. I I'm not exactly sure, but Ulysses Bentley has used, been used in that position. Michael Trigg has been used in that position. And now, if Aiden Williams is playing out wide, that is open for Sakari Franklin as well. You can see four different players that might get reps in the slot position coming up for Ole Miss. You could have a series where Michael Trigg and they're doing 12 personnel all the way down the field. You could see a position where it's Ulysses Bentley and they're doing 20 personnel or 21 personnel all the way down the field. Same formation, same look of team, completely different personnel grouping and a completely different way you can unlock a defense from the same beginning look. You know, J.J. Henry, it, Last year at this time, he was the one that was making plays. He was the one that was coming on the scenes, and during the season, he kind of tapered off. Jordan Watkins became, became the dude. If he gets healthy, obviously he can fit in there as well. But you can see how these players, these four players, could give the Ole Miss offense a completely different look. Now here's another one. What about Jalen Knox and what he could do? Because this, this is a guy that's yoked. He has not missed weight days. He is taking care of himself. He is built, honestly, like a tough physical slot wide receiver that's probably a combination of what Ulysses Bentley can do and maybe Michael Trigg. Maybe not as good as either one of them, but kind of really big that can physically knock off players is what I mean by that when I compare him to Trigg. And also is big enough to where he can do the things that a running back can do and he has the athleticism to pull it off that Bentley's doing it. These are four or five players that in the slot, Ole Miss will have the freedom to use. And this is the benefit of getting Aiden Williams outside. This is the benefit of Trey Harris outside. And take that in the middle of the field with Priest Corn and let's say Michael Trigger or um, Zachary Franklin or Jalen Knox in the middle of the field. Add into that wheel routes that we have seen from Quinshawn Judkins and them using him out of the backfield to where his pass-catching ability is going to be utilized more this year. Lane Kiffin talked about, even back in the spring, about how year one, you just want to make sure the running back knows how to run the football. 
year two is about adding stuff to that, developing a total picture that only to reach that level that only Quinshawn can reach because he is a natural receiver of the football. He is a good wide receiver and the offense has a chance to be very explosive. Whenever you take into account out of the backfield on a pass play, let's say Quinshawn Judkins, Zachary Franklin, Caden Priestcorn, all right there in the box inside outside Aiden Williams outside Trey Harris can absolutely work out very well for Ole Miss football. Whenever we come back, we're going to talk about the three players that are coming up in the next two weeks with commitment announcements. Two of them leaning Ole Miss at the moment, I think. One of them, who knows? Could be anywhere. Um, it could be Auburn. Uh, who knows? But we'll see how that goes. We'll talk about that in just a second. Right now, I do want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by Nutrafol. Men, are you, are you tired of weakening or thinning hair? Do you want to reach your full potential? Leading hair growth supplement Nutrafol helps you have your hair grow visible thickness and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol is number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth. Visible thickness and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol's hair growth supplements are physician-formulated, natural science-based ingredients. Their drug-free patented technology provides consistent, reliable results without compromising your sexual health. Go to Nutrafol.com men to take their health wellness quiz where you can identify the causes of your thinning hair, and Nutrafol will give you a personalized plan for better health through whole body wellness. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning hair, such as stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, metabolism, through the whole body health. And it works. In a clinical study, 84% of men improved their hair after six months of taking Nutrafol, men's hair growth supplements. So this is what you need to do. Take the first step to a visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter the, enter the promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com slash men, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men. And enter promo code locked on college. That's neutralfold.com slash men, promo code locked on college. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single day. Fall camp isn't the only thing that is going on. The high school season is just about to start up, and there's some players right now 
trying to hammer down their college commitments before the season starts. Now, when I talk about commitments, whether it's for Ole Miss or against, you should always be aware that this is the most etched in sand thing that could absolutely happen. To sit in a situation where a kid commits and you can count on him for five years, now he commits, you have to get him to sign. After he signs, he could transfer. This is only the beginning of the process. But the commitment is the beginning. And we'll start out with Trevor Jackson, the wide receiver out of Jones High School in, I believe it was Winter Garden, Florida. Either Winter Garden or Winter Park. I could get it for its fit. Forget it sometimes. Um, let's go with Winter Garden. Um, I'm going to be checking out the game and don't read anything into that. Um, I think it was September 8th. Um, they're playing Osceola High School in Kissimmee. I'm going to go check out that. Um, Trevor Jackson is a really, really good football player. And stylistically, he could not be much different than Damon Williams was, but he still would be like grown in a lab for this offense. He's an excellent prospect for what Ole Miss likes to do. His athleticism is off the charts. We talked to Brian Smith. We're going to talk to Brian Smith about it. Um, but it looks like he could commit as early as this weekend. The next player to keep an eye on is Nareel White, the running, uh, the wide receiver out of St. Martin High School down in Ocean Springs, I think it is, is committing, I think, August 25th. And they have a final four of LSU, Arkansas, Ole Miss, and Mississippi State. I think Ole Miss is a prohibited favorite in this one, but hey, there's always cases where prohibited favorites do not get picked. It's just the way this works. So we'll see exactly what happens. It's all trending towards the good guys at the moment. He's a player that inside the Lane Kiffin offense, if you want an example of what real white could do in the Ole Miss offense, just check out what Ole Miss used Elijah Moore to do in that first year. And you will have an understanding of exactly what he could do in a Lane Kiffin offense at Ole Miss. Very, very interesting indeed. Now, this is a wide receiver. This is a, this would be a big get, especially when you're looking in the wide receiver room. I think you got Jeremy Clark. you got the kid from Louisiana. you got players, San Francisco McGee, coming in there. The wide receiver room is fine. I think you do want a little bit of PR, though. You need some stars. And to get some stars, real White would be an excellent, excellent fit um, for that as well. We're getting close to the December signing day. We're just a few months away. And by the time that Nareel commits, you'll be in game week, essentially. So we'll see exactly how that goes. I think Brian Smith is heading up that direction. I don't know if he's watching him. He might catch him and Jeffrey Rush. It all depends on when he gets to that area of Mississippi and looks at them, um, if they're both in town or who's in town, stuff like that. Because there's all players on that I-10 corridor that he's probably going to go check out. So pay attention for that. Now, the last recruit that we want to talk about is Kamarian Franklin. I think the 19th he is supposed to commit. Now, it seems to all be trending Auburn. I still say don't count out Miami. Tennessee is uber confident. Noel Miss is doing the best they can to flip him. We'll see exactly what happens with Kamarian. Good football player, big defensive end. If you look at Ole Miss's defensive line class, though, Ole Miss has put together a defensive line class that probably rivals anyone they've had in the last 15 years. I think the last one that's even close is the one that like had Prey Jerry and Greg Hardy and Marcus Tillman and those guys in it. 
So we'll see if Camarion Franklin did decide to go to Ole Miss, all of a sudden this would be the best defensive line group that I could remember because Will Eccles, Jeffrey Rush, Jeffrey Rush um, just accepted an Army, not Army All-American, All-American Bowl invite. It used to be the Army game. Um, although if anybody else wants to accept invites, accept the Under Armour game invite because that's the game that I'll be at. So if you have that chance, do that. So um, we should have a lot of fun there. Now, we'll see what happens with Camarion. Because, like I said, if he commits to Ole Miss, it's the best defensive line class they potentially ever have signed, period. With him and Jeffrey Rush and Will Eccles and the defensive end players as well, there's there's some dudes that are committed in this class right now. Love Maurice Davis. You've seen his film on this channel. So we'll see exactly what happens over the next three commitments. Like I said, at the moment, doesn't look great for Camarion, okay? The other two Ole Miss is probably the prohibitive favorite for. So you're looking at a situation to where 67% of those three commits, that's probably where you're at right now. If you can get more gravy, if you get less, probably time to panic a little bit. Um, so we'll see exactly how that goes. Just remember, the recruiting – it's not like it used to be. They want it to be battle, so it's like, oh, we got one over on you. No, you didn't. Because even if Kamarian Franklin, Kamarian Franklin goes to Auburn, Ole Miss will always be a threat to signing just like they did J.J. McGee's. It is commitment. The signing, it doesn't matter. It's all the way through the transfer period. And once that transfer gets on the table, you're still going. It's just a weird type situation. Anyway. When we come back, we're going to hit some viewer mail. We're going to talk about Aiden Williams' ceiling. We're going to talk a little bit about Hudson Wolf. So it should be pretty good as well. So stick around. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. Thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first. Listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. And every dayers, I've got a treat for you. Over the course of this week, I may have overdone it on interviews, but um, I've got a yes commitment. I haven't got a day and a time ironed out with Mike Espy. Bill Flowers um, is coming on the show. John Macon Gillespie is coming on the show. Stuart Patridge is coming on the show. 
And we have a surprise guest that we are going to debut later on in the week that we just don't want to give it away just yet because we think we might have something there. So as it gets a little bit later on in the week, we will let you know who that person is, but just know a surprise guest should pop up Friday night. Just say. Anyway, we went to the viewer mail like we always do. This is just an absolutely fantabulous um, segment in our show. But if you look at viewer mail, and we'll start out with this one. This is from Billy. Does anyone know how the tight end Hudson Wolf is doing? Heard somewhere he is out of a non-contact jersey. He has been on the team for a couple of years and was a highly ranked recruit. Just curious at how good he could be if he was healthy. All right. This is a multifaceted question, and thank you for sending it in, Billy. Hudson Wolf is, in fact, practicing. Now, it looks like, and this is, I'm, I'm not joking about this, but it looks like they are load managing tight ends. Um, apparently, some days they'll be in a non-contact jersey just to load manage them. And, and well, however you feel about load managing, um, understand that. So sometimes this fall, we've seen Hudson Wolf wearing a non-contact jersey, and sometimes he's playing full out. He looks pretty good, honestly, um, from what people have been saying. And he has a chance to be a little bit of a weapon in Ole Miss's arsenal if he is okay. Let me explain to you what it could mean if he reaches his potential. Because when he signed with Ole Miss, he's a 6'7 tight end that could absolutely just go get the football. He was a good player. I think out of somewhere in Tennessee, I forget whether it's West Tennessee or Middle Tennessee, but he just made play after play after play after play. It was, like I said, a highly ranked recruit. And how good he could be, imagine a situation to where Michael Trigg doesn't have to be the backup to Caden Prescorn. That's what a healthy health Hudson Wolf could mean to this Ole Miss football team it is going to allow in that H-back position to have basically Caden Prescorn and Hudson Wolf. And Michael Trigg, you could just concentrate on him out in the slot. Just let him go play wide receiver. Just let him be a lottery ticket. And that's what he is at this moment. He's a lottery ticket because we are getting dangerously close with Michael Trigg for him to be in show-me mode. Dangerously close. Now, I'm not saying he can't get there. I'm not saying that he can't get and be exactly what we expect him to be, but he has to do it. It's on him at this point. It's not on ability. It's not only whether he can do it. It is completely on him. And what a healthy um, Hudson Wolf would do it was alleviate pressure on Michael Trigg and allow for Ole Miss to use him different ways. Now, the next question is, what are the chances Aiden Williams breaks the freshman receiving record? This is from B-Rod, um, from the viewer mail. And honestly, I don't know. I don't think that Aiden is going to be the alpha or even the um, backup alpha. I don't want to say beta, obviously, but the, uh, the backup alpha in this offense. I think Trey Harris has a leg up on him. 
I think um, Quinshawn Judkins has a leg up on him. I think even like somebody like Caden Priestcorn might can make plays and have a leg up on him, which means that the receive, freshman receiving record, which is about 600 yards, if I'm not mistaken, a little bit above that number, and I think it was set by Loquan Treadwell about 10 years ago. So the question becomes, will the number of targets come his way with all of these receivers? Now, remember, in the past game, you have Trey Harris, who is the alpha dog of that room and is going to be taken care of by Lane Kiffin over and over and over again. You have tight ends like Caden Priestcorn. You have even Michael Trigg if he comes around. You have Jordan Watkins, J.J. Henry, Dayton Wade. And then you have Zachary Franklin, who we don't know is good, but he had 1,100 yards receiving last year and 15 touchdowns, and he just basically rewrote the record books at UTSA. Just a legit dude. I think the numbers of options where Aiden sits, you might see something where Aiden Williams is around 400 yards this year. I've compared this season for Aiden Williams similar to what 2016 was for A.J. Brown. But if AJ, if Aiden comes out and is the starter, like we talked about in the first segment, that's going to change things a little bit. And I think he would be a candidate at that point. So it honestly all depends on what Lane Kiffin wants to do with a true freshman out playing in the outside wide receiver. Is it going to be him? Is it going to be somebody like Jalen Knox? Is Braylon Brown going to finally show um, step up, speaking of somebody that's in show-me mode at the moment? You know, those guys, Dayton Wade, Jordan Watkins, these are all people that could take catches and targets away from Aiden Williams. So I do not think Aiden Williams breaks the freshman receiving record, although it is possible he's one of the one, two, or three best freshman receivers ever to suit up for the red and blue. Really, really interesting stuff. So thank you very much for tuning in for that. And also, Join our Discord server if you have not. We are in the middle of an open enrollment period, and come September 1st, it will become a private message board. And right now in the description, there's an invite. If you want to join the Discord, just click that. If it doesn't work, sometimes it's expired. If it's expired, hit me up with a DM. I will get that information out to you. You can join that Discord server. The idea is for a fun experience to happen sometime around the first of the month. We're going to shut it down. We're going to get ready for games. And we're going to just sit in there and talk about Ole Miss football and what is going on. Now, it works real similarly to a chat room. If you see it and look at it, it's like, okay, this is a chat room. I've seen this a hundred times. But it also has the added advantage of being able to thread topics. So if something is being replied to, you can thread them and group them together. And no matter when they scroll through, that thread view will put it in that thread for you if that makes sense. You can pick servers, talk pro sports. We have videos in there, all that, all the links there. You can do that. We have a super secret private board that you have to basically prove yourself on the regular board to even get access to. So it should be pretty, pretty fun, honestly. But the whole purpose of this message board is for Ole Miss fans to basically have more fun following Ole Miss football, because that's the entire goal, right? That should be the entire goal anyway. And if that happens, we will absolutely have accomplished our goal. 
Anyway, thank you so much for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single day. Now, every dayers this week, I may have overdone it. The number of interviews that I've got to do this week is just, it's a bunch. I've done, let's see, I think I got 10 on the books right now. And we're waiting to set up a time and date with Mike Espy, but Mike Espy has agreed to do it. Um, we have our standbys of Tom um, Tom Vanderford and Derek Vandegrift and Pratt Rogers. They're going to do it. We have Bill Flowers coming back because we're getting close to football season. And, and during football season, we talked to Bill Flowers. And we have Stuart Patchards coming on the show. We have Brian Smith coming on to talk recruiting. It's, and we're going to have press stuff like John Making Gillespie coming on and talking about what's going on. So it's going to be a major league big week. And also, surprise guest that we don't want to reveal exactly who that is at the moment. Um, but whenever he comes on, you will be pretty thrilled about everything that he has to say. Anyway, thanks again for making us the lock, making the Lockdown Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Hope everybody has a great Tuesday. Until then, hotty toddy. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.